Good morning, and of course, happy Fry Yay, and happy Mother's Day weekend, and I hope it's going to be a good one. If you're a mum, I hope you get breakfast in bed, and I hope your kids don't then want to stick around and help you eat it in bed, because that's not... Really, the point, is it? Anyway, welcome to the Your Harrogate podcast. It's a fry, yay. We are sponsored by Hacks on this podcast. Hacks, our amazing sponsor. And Hacks also do a bit of work with our guest today from Harrogate International Festivals, Sharon Canavar, talking about, oh my goodness, we are Zooming here, talking about lockdown hair, talking about Gusto Meals, talking about Matt Haig, the author, talking about what to watch on telly, and so much much more. So enjoy, here comes Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. I'm hoping that you're going to be an oasis of calm. Have you ever been an oasis of calm? (laughs) Well, I don't know, because I got told I was, I did a pre-interview thing for the World Service a couple of days ago, and the woman said, you speak very well, Sharon, and you know, but you speak very fast, it's just like a whirlwind. I was like, yeah, I know, I have to write like a sticky note that says slow whenever I do any kind of interview, so I'll try and be all mellow and calm today. I think we need it, don't we? It feel, don't you feel, even though, you know, none of it has direct, uh, sort of involved any of us personally, don't you feel like you've been through the ringer this week? <laughs> just with all the news. I think we're all at the end of our tether anyway. And it's, you know, lockdown's just gone on and on. And then the end is sort of in sight, but we don't really know if it's in sight, so we don't trust it. So everybody's a little bit like, and, and also people are nervous still about going out. So there's all of that going on about that return to normality and will it really be normality? And then, you know, the whole of the kind of the press game and everything else is just gone bananas since Sunday night, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, actually, do you know what? I think I've probably had more conversations, you know, in that sort of pre-meeting bit when you have a little a little chat, like on, yeah. a, on a Zoom, probably I've probably had more conversations, not about the royal family, but about women's hair. To be honest, that that's that's people, people very, very now at a point where I had somebody this week, um, a a client from a very, very big Harrogate company telling me that uh, she would not have her photograph taken at any point before the 12th of April now because of of some hair issues. Yeah, it's clearly not a media tart like I am or or if you work in the arts. (laughs) You just choose a picture from 20 years ago. It's like every conductor that ever comes to the festival, you're like, God, he's quite fit. And then he turns up and he's 95 and he was fit in six in the 60s. You know, it's just been art. That's totally the way yeah. to play it. But I, I do appreciate it. I mean, you can't really see it on radio, but I'm showing Nick through Zoom now. But I've got two, t- this is effectively known as bailage, which works when you've got some really subtle roots. When you've got like eight inches of roots and two tone hair, it is ridiculous, which is why every girl's walking around with a hair scrape back at the moment. Well, I mean, I've come into my own because because I didn't have any hair. So the maintenance cut, um, Sarah can do very, very easily. So I, I feel like I've, for once in the hair stakes, I'm actually on top by not having much on top. <laughs> I'm disappointed you've got full caveman beard, though. You're still looking very well kept at the moment. That, well, the, again, the other thing which I'm quite enjoying about having to wear a mask, if I've got to, if I've got to be filmed for something, but I know I'm going to wear a mask... I can think, oh well, I you know don't need to shave, you know, because I'll just I'll just <laughs> you keep need to the, bring your concealer out, do you? I'll keep the mask on. Although, although the I've seen quite a bit of stuff from from people who have to wear masks all day, 
that there's a bit of is it called maskne isn't it is a bit of a thing where people get a bit of a rash and all that kind of thing which is not a lot of fun no um, well even a little even a little bit but that's partly because i'm one of those people who've got kind of masked in every pocket but they're probably from about a year ago so they've got all sorts of rubbish on yeah that that's how you're told to do it isn't it yeah <laughs> I read the instructions and it's you're lucky I've got a mask on me at all honestly it's kind of you, you know when you're in pockets after you know, big kind of winter coat and it's full of kind of the dog poo bags and wrappers from the kids and then you find the mask right at the bottom so I, I, there's a couple there's a couple of chaps I know who who've gone for the full highwayman look as well they don't want to wear a mask so instead they're wearing you know like a almost like a, a, a neckerchief you know around there oh, around the, really? you know full full adamant kind of uh dandy highwayman going on which oh, that's uh, deli- i bet all the old people tut at them and they're not wearing proper masks so yeah oh absolutely absolutely i like the blokes who are in the shops you know they've clearly take it you know realize they've got there and haven't got their mask or their coat and they're walking around with like a full-on floral or wonder woman mask on <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that but you can clearly tell as they're mooching about this is not their mask of choice Right, we've got books today. So first of all, um, Matt Haig, who... Matt Haig, who... Do you know Matt Haig? Yeah, I do. Um, re- is it Reasons to Stay Alive? Yeah, that's that it. Yeah. And Notes from a Nervous Planner. I mean, he's a huge mental health campaigner. Really, um, Canny comes across incredibly. I think he's come off Twitter now and has moved to Instagram because of, you know, the haters. But everybody I know that has read um, his Reasons to Stay Alive but have found it a really life-changing book in terms of the way they live their lives and being appreciated and, um, you know, making making choices that are better for you when you realise, you know, when you're going through a particularly dark time. But I think he's probably about, I think he's probably about, about early 40s, isn't he? I think when he was in yeah, his late, when he was in his late 20s, I think before, before he had, children i think he was i think he was i think he might have lived in ibiza did, did he live in ibiza he was, I, he, I read that he was in ibiza and that's when he, and he was, you know, actually constantly had all his friends all his family yeah. and he was at that stage of you know and it's that whole thing about people who you think everything's all right and they're coping and surviving but underneath it all they're drowning and you know they make a choice that if they can't come back for it devastates everybody forever so and he writes really well about that so is his new book a story book or is it so a, this book is a, a book, book for kids and it's gorgeous it's uh, called the truth pixie and on the front it says 100 percent fib free and it's basically about the truth pixie or tp who um she was cursed and she has to tell the truth all the time so when she meets another um somebody else she says exactly well, you've got long legs or you smell or whatever else it's about how she manages that and gets over it and finds finds her tribe and her people basically your hair looks nice yeah <laughs> Yeah, I noticed you didn't say my hair was nice, Nick. Thanks. Um, so honestly, this I read this. Grace um, is a she sort of likes some books, but not others. She's not into girly girl books and all of the ballet stuff. But we read this in one go last night. And normally she's like, oh, I just want to read ten pages, mummy, and then I want to go and watch Victorious. This is kind of 118 pages. This kids book, so there's not that much on there. She wanted to read the whole lot. She got totally into it. The illustrations are gorgeous, even though they're just in black and white. But this came through the door at the festival office. And I would, if you've got kids, Grace is eight. And I would say maybe if you're between seven and like kind of primary school age, then just kind of finding the way and the friendship groups and all that kind of stuff. And actually I read it and was like, oh, this is really nice. So <laughs> if you just want to cheer yourself up, I would totally recommend this. It's a gorgeous little hardback that's come out. Lots of little gold on the front. Kind of, it's one of those really touchable, beautiful books. So highly recommended on the books front now. And then, and then we've got cookbooks as well, which is which is a bit of a, a bit of a different one for us. But actually, well, we're we're. I was just telling Sharon before we started recording, we're very very into Joe, 
Joe Wicks, who in in a different way is is sort of is as inspiring as Matt Haig, but in a different way, really, isn't he, Joe Wicks? To be honest, totally. I mean, I, I mean, have I've you heard him on Desert Island Discs? I've not heard that. He's supposed to be amazing, but yeah, I've heard kind of his story and didn't do well at school. wasn't sure what he was going to do. His dad, but... I think, his dad was a um was an addict and had a you know he had a real you know just just a lot to kind of a lot to deal with really yeah yeah totally and it, but he's you know he's you know, the nation's favorite PE teacher now and then he goes and donates all the ad revenue you know but he's um his books even before them when he was doing I guess before he became he was now there was always kind of click quick um clips on you know food in 15 minutes and really easy stuff really inspiring stuff so you'll do it which bit of, which bit are you on are you on the kind of cutting the calories are you on the yeah he's, he's got bit? a new yeah he's got a new sort of kickstart yourself in 30 days thing oh have you got the app and everything are you doing all that no I mean this wasn't my idea <laughs> <laughs> How rangy you are you at the moment? I find when I cut carbs for the first week, I am horrendous. It's like I, I, my big problem, my big problem is I I could go, I can go all day without eating. I can go till say from getting up at, at say half past five in the morning, I can go till four o'clock in the afternoon without eating just for I'm being... like that. I, they call it fasting these days. It's very ah, trendy, intermittent well, fasting. <laughs> I don't know if the same thing happens to you at four o'clock in the afternoon, but I then want to eat the world. So then, so then between about four o'clock and seven o'clock, I eat the world, yeah. and, uh, and and another day's fasting is undone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's always good. So, so yeah. So, no carbs. No carbs is hard. No carbs is hard. It is. It, yeah, but. I, I suppose it's, I'm not having kind of the, the pasta and bread and, you know, pie related carbs. I'm still having all the veg and the fruit and all the rest. I'm not going full on, you know, nuts, but it's still. There's a, yeah. there's a thing, the, the reason we got the Joe Wicks thing is because we get these gusto boxes. I don't know if you've seen that. They're advertised all over the place posh. now. It's so posh. It's not posh yeah. at all. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I mean, it, it's there's a lot of packaging for for uh, for fruit and vegetables, but it's it's not it's not posh because we only do it three times a week, so I don't think that's posh. But there are some of his recommended recipes in that for things that are that are allegedly healthy. So okay. full of so I I mean I wouldn't be cooking with you know paprika and uh, cumin and things otherwise if it wasn't written down in front. It's very it's very good for people like me who can't cook because you literally can't go wrong. You can make something very very flavoursome yeah I made I um I made batter for fish earlier this week which I, I mean I, I just would not be able to do but I did it in like you know 20 minutes that egg breadcrumbs I can't do that see I don't cook at all I can make like three things and that well is I reckon I reckon I get a discount if I recommend somebody on this gusto <laughs> so let me know let's talk <laughs> I should start doing that on the radio. Right, uh, we've got a gusto, gusto yeah, code. No deal. I, I, I could basically be eating for free. In fact, no. I could be making money off this. So, so um, I, can't, I can't cook, but I love watching cooking programs. Yeah, so, yeah, that's... You know, yeah, like yeah, and that kind of thing. And it's very rare that something will inspire me. You know, I thought, oh, that's nice, I'll never make it. But then... Um, I was watching, I think it might have been Saturday Kitchen just to the weekend, and someone a chef I'd never heard of called Sabrina Geyer, who is... Um, she's totally self-taught... But she kind of cooks naturally and, and cooks loads of kind of Middle Eastern, Persian, that kind of food. And yeah, I love all that sort of stuff. It's all kind of aubergines and tomatoes and it's all being cooked forever and loads of olive oil, which isn't healthy. And, you know, 
from a girl that was brought up on kind of slim girl from the age of 12. Let's use a bit of fry light and it'll taste just the same. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these two books, so I bought two books um, basically off the back of her, um, her little slot. And one was called Simply and one was called Bazaar. And they're kind of vibrant vegetarian recipes or um, kind of Persiana is the one, which is all about kind of these Middle Eastern and some of the meats and that sort of stuff. And the yeah. books are great kind of coffee table books to start with. And they look beautiful on the inside. But honestly, some of the recipes, even though you think, well, I'm not sure I could make that. Actually, they're pretty, you know, it's, it's basically vegetables or olive oil with a bit of, you know, nice spice thrown in. And they are absolutely gorgeous. And if you just like looking at recipe books, which is basically like looking at fitness magazines while you're in the dairy milk, that is my life. Um, <laughs> it's that kind of feel. So if there are other people like me, go and have a look at those. They're beautiful hardback books and they're, they're a great deal out there at the moment. So have a look at that one. And now the last the last bit today, the, we're, we're going very, very on trend here because um, uh, we're talking about Apple Apple TV and obviously clearly us being here at the cutting edge of everything going on. So so tell us about Ted Lasso. <laughs> well, I mean, we were just talking about the cutting edge of telly before we uh, before Nick turned the record button on. I said I pretty, I pretty much we bought a phone and ticked the box that we didn't mean to, and it means we've got Apple TV, um, which has been great because it means everything you've ever downloaded on your iPod is is now on, in your library, which is fabulous. Watching a big TV because I've never learned how to cast. But Ted Lasso is um, it's really hard to describe, it. and I've never heard of it before. And I've always wondered about award shows, and then it came up on the Golden Globes, and I thought, oh, and then it popped up on Apple TV, and thought, oh, let's check that out. And the best way to describe it, I guess, for a British person, is footballers' wives times, you know, with Schitt's Creek. So it's this kind of wholesome telly, and it's it's about an American football coach who has never doesn't understand Premier League, doesn't understand football, never coached our football. Um, and has come over here to coach a Premier League team. And honestly, it's written, considering it's written, you know, by, uh, you know, a, a bunch of Americans, the, the humour is incredibly British, uh, very funny, lots of kind of jokes that we'd all get on. The, and even if you're not into football, the kind of arc and the stories and all of that, you know, I watch football as wives and I wasn't into football. It's that kind of thing. And I was going to say, you pick, you pick two great programmes there, Shit's Creek, which is really good, and Football yeah. as Wives, which again... Quality I mean, why, drama. Why aren't ITV re-showing that on a, uh, on, a, a uh, <laughs> on a Friday night? There is a petition for that, actually, to bring Football as Wives back, just for stars and aside. Yeah, it's, I it's think it's, pro it's probably... It's probably you know how they now have to vet programs for political correctness. <laughs> Probably, yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. But honestly, oh, if you've yeah. got Apple TV, or I think you can still get Apple TV for the 30 days free, I would totally oh, get now you're that. What? And uh, just watch that. We must have binge watched, you know, sort of four or five episodes a night. I think. And, oh, that's and, and I, I think we thought there was 14 episodes in it. And I was, I was like, we've got two more to go. And then it finished and we were both absolutely bereft. So absolutely excellent. It's like, it's like that when you've been really into you just want to get through watching something i my only problem uh with apple tv and potentially this is going to make me sound very old it's just well, more another password to remember <laughs> i am so old Nick. you know what i mean I, I, on my phone I, on my notes on my phone i've now got a password like di directory for everything like an old person i i mean this is this is this is this is a hundred percent not what you're supposed to do but on my computer I have a document with all my passwords in, which I'm sure, you know, if I mean, if anybody wants to hack me, there's nothing worth hacking, but if you want to, but it's, um, yeah, uh, you know, and, and you, you pick something you'll be able to remember, like, you know, your name and, and it's not, and, it, and they, they reject it. They tell you, they, they, oh. they critique your password, but yeah, trying to, trying to remember. I mean, I, um, 
Oh God, I've, it's just, just finally one more on this. Signing documents online. Oh. I had to do it for car insurance. Oh my God. I mean, that can't be legally binding because it's literally, I, I signed a, a document online three times and, and it wasn't my signature on any of the three times and it wasn't the same. That can't be legally binding. I mean, but, literally a dog, a dog with a pen in its mouth could have done it. Yeah, but my signature is so bad, honestly, even when it's in front of me. So I'm the signing online is a nightmare and it doesn't look mine, but none of mine look the same. The amount of times I've had to go to the bank or the, you know, we've done a mortgage or whatever. Like can you prove it to you? It doesn't look like your signature. And here's all my bank cards and they all look different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we've turned into old people. We're moaning about our signatures on legal documents and having to keep our passwords. All the young kids are like, what are you doing? No, well, let's edit those bits out. Let's just go with Gusto and Apple TV and we'll sound really, uh, we'll sound really uh, Gusto is posh. That's <laughs> kind of up from shopping at Marks and Spencer's Food Hall. It, no, it's not. It totally is. Uh, well, well, it's uh, well. I must admit, I, it's it's very it's very. I, I do really enjoy it. Um, oh, I'm going to try it. You've sold it to me. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I can do. A, I'm sure I can do a a recommend and uh, and get ten percent <laughs> off my that. next order. Thank you so much for your time, Sharon. Have a lovely weekend and uh, look forward to catching up next week. Well, big thanks to Sharon Canavar from Harrogate International Festivals for joining us this morning and giving up her time and giving us the biggest lols of the week, I think, that we've had so far. I mean, even complaining about passwords. It doesn't get any better than that, really, does it? Uh, so <laughs> it's all been, all been good today. Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Now, Mothering Sunday, I will be on the radio station on your Harrogate from 10 o'clock doing Mother's Day mentions. So get in touch for that won't you and yeah you can get in touch however you like and of course you can listen to your Harrogate on the radio all this weekend online on our app and on your smart speaker in the meantime have a brilliant weekend and stay safe